This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 111, as in one more than 10. This is a top to a, you know, what we use on stage, but it's very, very special because if you can see, yeah. the numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board, oh. 11, oh, 11, and most of 11, and then amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not 10. You see, most most blokes, you know, be playing at 10. You're on 10 here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where mm. can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? I put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers and industry professionals. Information, education, and motivation for drumming and beyond. What's going on, everybody? Nick Ruffini here with another session of the Drummer's Resource Podcast, and this is session 111. And quick note that tomorrow is the last day to vote for the 2015 Drummy Awards. I've been nominated for Best General Interest Drumming Website for the 2015 Drummies. And if you would do me a solid and head over there and vote, go to drummagazine.com forward slash drummies, D-R-U-M-M-I-E-S. Scroll down to the bottom and you'll see Best General Interest Drumming Website. Click on Drummers Resource and you can submit your, your ballot. And uh, for all of you who have voted for me already, I really, really appreciate it. And if you haven't yet, go out and vote. Please go to drummagazine.com forward slash drummies. Vote for Drummers Resource and vote for all the other gear that you're digging in 2015. Now, this podcast, this session is brought to you by DW Drums. And you guys know that I play DW Drums. I have been for years. And not only because they make great drums, but because they support Great drumming initiatives like this podcast and other initiatives all over the world. And check them out at dwdrums.com. They're really great people and they're a really great organization. I've had the the pleasure of of, uh, getting to know Don Lombardi very well. Speaking of that, uh, this interview is a little bit different than normal. Um, At Drum Channel, well, I was at Drum Channel, I should say. This was recorded there. And we actually flip roles. And Don Lombardi, the founder and owner of DW Drums, interviews me. Uh, on for for Drum Channel, and they sent me the audio files. So here is the interview that uh, that Don did with me. So if you're you've ever wanted to know more about me and uh, and bore yourself to sleep, <laughs> here it is. And if you have any questions or anything, shoot me an email, Nick at drummersresource.com. I hope you enjoy it. This is a little weird for me to put this out there uh, because you know it's putting me in the in the spotlight. But uh, I hope you dig it. All right, enjoy. Hi, and thanks for joining us today. I'm here, Don Lombardi, with our very special guest, Nick Ruffini. How you doing? Nick, thank you for joining us. Absolutely, thanks for Nick, having me. Nick is a major resource to the drumming community, and that's a lead-in for you because your business is called... Drummer's, Drummer's Resource. Resource, right. <laughs> <laughs> and they can find you anywhere they have uh, internet, right? Yeah, anywhere uh, they can find, you know, obviously go to the site, drummersresource.com, or can listen to any of the podcasts through their Android device or their iPhone or Stitcher or any of those apps that play podcasts. And it's a great resource. Uh, well, thank you. I mean, here at Drum Channel, you know, the interviews that we do 
are one of the great ways we have to learn. Mm -hmm. uh, and you've got that times 100. You have about 100 of these? Yeah. We're, oh, I think uh, next week will probably be the 100th interview that, I've, that I'm going to be putting wow, out. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. And his interviews get very much in depth. I know because a little <laughs> earlier today he interviewed me. And yeah, and it was a great interview. So that'll be on the that'll be on the site as well. So you definitely want to check that out. Excellent. Um, and while we're talking about that, I want to get into your career too. But uh, when going onto the site, you know, mm -hmm. what when do you put new shows up, and what's the schedule? So every Monday I put a new interview out with a well-known drummer. Sometimes it's people who may not be well-known but have very successful careers, very strong careers. Uh, and then on Thursdays, sometimes I put a podcast out. There's always one on Monday. Usually on Thursdays I do either uh, a show that I just dubbed Ask Rafini so people submit their questions to me and you know I'll answer them. And rather than just answering their email, I'd rather have more people get ben more, more of a benefit out of it. So I'll put it on the podcast so that everyone can listen to it uh, and get the answers for it. And then if it's not an Ask Rafini show, I'll just do a solo podcast about anything from getting endorsements to... Uh, some business things to how to promote yourself to, you know, or anything that I'm sort of thinking about that, that day or that week and uh, sort of my thoughts on a topic. And working backwards, um, interesting to hear how you got into this because I know a, a lot of the people that we have on both of our sites, um, younger kids are mm -hmm. thinking about ways they can expand beyond just playing the drums and be in the industry but doing something else that's kind of related to playing the drums. Right. Um, what was the moment in time when you thought, I'm going to have a podcast? Interesting enough, I was, I was telling you a bit of this uh, yesterday. I was living outside of Philadelphia. I met a girl that lived outside of New York, so I was doing a lot of driving. And so after a while, you know, listening to my iPod and listening to the radio and all that stuff, I, st I found podcasts and I started listening to them. And since I was up in, in the Manhattan area, I started to meet with different drummers and a lot of times didn't even want to take a lesson. Not that I didn't want to take a lesson with them, but a lot of times I just wanted to hang out with them and talk to them and get their stories and, and you know, just, just the hang is what it was all about. So after a while, I, you know, listening to the podcast and meeting all of these new drummers, I started to get an idea of, oh, maybe I can put this thing together and start interviewing people and just putting it out there for people to listen to. Well, it went from sort of like this casual thing to now it's a full-time, now it's a full-time thing that I'm, I'm, you know, concentrating on that 100%. So with all the people you've interviewed, has anybody ever interviewed you? No, never. So this is, so I'm Nick. I'll be you're Nick. The, you're I'll be Nick. Okay, right, right. You're the innovator. So now you'll see what this is like. You started with, you know, you started with kick pedals and innovation there, and now you're, you know, you're still, you're still innovating. Okay, okay. So, so here's the way you, so I'll show you the way he handles it. Okay. So when you got started, right. uh, <laughs> when did you get interested in playing drums at the, at the very beginning? Oh, man. So I, I played piano for about nine years or so, uh, and can't play anything now. I may be able to pull off Mary Had a Little Lamb if I had some time to practice. But I... Um, After nine years of studying piano? And I played, I, and I played, I played recitals. I did everything. And now I just, it's all gone. I, I, I feel the pain for your parents who paid for piano lessons yeah. for nine years. And I played, I, I played well. <laughs> uh, but then I just stopped for years and I got really into sports. I'm a huge baseball fan. Uh, so I was really into... Sports got away from from music for a while, and then 
my brother, everything my bro, my older brother did, I always wanted to do. Um, so he started skateboarding, I skateboarded. He, you know, so he started playing drums, and I started playing drums. So someone left a drum set at our house. Um, my brother was in sort of like a garage band, and but he didn't have a drum set. So a guy brought the drum set up. They were a band was playing at my parents' house, and uh, and the guy left the drum set there. So I sat behind him and I kind of noodled around. I had no idea what I'm what I was doing, and. After about two weeks, they took the drum set away. I said, well, now what are we going to do? So my brother bought a drum set. I said, oh, this is perfect. And we were all still living at home. We were young. Uh, I was, you know, 14, 15 years old. So I was playing, and then my brother moved out. And I said, now what am I going to do? I was like, now, now I was like addicted. Now the drum set's really gone. Yeah, I said, and, and I really wanted to play. And my brother was 18, so he brought me to the music store and co-signed for a loan for me to buy a drum set which is like the coolest thing that you could ever do as an older brother. And so I went out and, you know, bought a drum set and, and got it all set up. And, you know, the rest is history, as they say. I started really getting serious about it when I was, you know, 15, 16 years old and haven't really, haven't really t looked back since. And so playing career got going. But again, when was that moment when you decided, I'm going to do this uh and start interviewing other drummers. The doing the interviewing stuff didn't happen until a few years ago. Um, I was always I always wanted to study with different drummers, and if I was ever in a different town, if I was touring somewhere, I'd always try to meet up with somebody and practice or take a lesson from them, or say, "Hey, can I buy you a cup of coffee?" Something just to to talk to them. the The real defining moment for me was when I was in college, and I remember sitting in a marketing class, and they were going over pie charts and numbers and all sorts of things. And I said, I really don't, I really don't want to just do, and I love business, but I, I remember saying, I don't really want to be here. I want to be playing music and doing stuff with business at the same time. And they, there was no, there was no music offered uh, where I was. I was at Villanova university. So I took us, I went to my parents. I said, I'm going to take a semester off, which of course they said, you're never going to go back and yeah. you know, and all that stuff. But I did go back. I took a semester off. I went to a small state school uh, called Kutztown University. I studied with Dr. Rapp, Dr. Will Rapp. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Uh, very well published uh, percussion or, or percussionist and uh, Dr. Frank Kumar, but a very great, a very great percussion department. They also had a business department. So I was able to Get a, um, I have a degree in business and a minor in music, so I got the best of both worlds. But that was really the defining moment when I said, there's no way that at this age, now is when I'm sort of making the decision for, for how my life is going to go. And I said that if there's not music involved, then for me, what's the point? You know. So that was the real defining moment. You know, when, you, when you take that experience uh, and have the opportunity to talk to, I mean, the list of drummers you've talked to goes mm -hmm. you know, on and on and on. Um, is there any one thing that moment or drummer you talk to where the interview stands out the most in your mind or somebody who said something that most surprised you about their career? There's a couple, Michael Carvin, I interviewed him and that interview really stuck out because Explain of, to, the, to a lot of people watching maybe about him. About Michael Carvin? Yeah, right. In case they don't so know. Michael Carvin is a very well-respected jazz drummer from New York and um, he, or not from New York, but he's, he's, he's in New York in now. New York. And he's the kind of guy that, that you go to take a lesson with him and he teaches you all of these principles that it's not just for drumming, but it can be for your business or it can be for 
losing weight or whatever it is. You know, like we're talking in this interview and a lot of the stuff that we're talking to, you could just pull that and say, I'm going to apply that to my life. So he said, you know, a friend of mine said, I need to lose weight. And I said, well, go drive to the gym every day and touch the handle on the door and get back in your car. And the guy said, well, if I'm going to do that, I might as well join the gym. And he said, well, then join the gym. <laughs> you know, so he has all these life lessons that, that uh, but, but you could take that and apply it to the drum set where it's, I need to start practicing every day, but I never practice. Okay, well, go into your room where your drums are and sit down behind the drums. And as soon as you sit down, stand back up and walk out of the room. Well, if I'm going to do that, I might as well practice drum. Well, then practice while you're there. But, you know, and, and he just, it really stuck out of my head. Or it really stuck out to me of just the way that, that he related everything. And, you know, everything is interrelated. Life, music, business. Uh, depending on the way that you look at things, everything is interrelated. So that really stuck out. So there's a story. Go on to Drum Channel and just sit there and stare at it. Every day. <laughs> yeah, there you and go. And if you do that every day, you might as well join. Why it. not join up? <laughs> you right, might as right, well right. join it. We've hit something, I think, here, right? Exactly. <laughs> and your site um, is free. It is free. Uh, yep. um, and that's an that's an important part of your business model, mm -hmm. I would think. Um, and what you look for is for manufacturers, other people to come in to help you support the site. What? How, so, how can we help you with that? So, well, some of it is is um, is advertising. I also do. Um, some boot camps and I do seminars. I've done one with Brian Fraser Moore about, about getting gigs. Uh, I do a musician marketing boot camp where I'll I show explain to people how they can market themselves online through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email marketing with their website and and then sell that as a package. So I do have some some premium products that I that I sell to people to supplement, you know, or to or I shouldn't say supplement the income, but to generate income for the site. Because, you know, whether the site is is not to try to generate millions and millions of dollars and and all these things, but to keep the site going, as you know very well, it costs money. Uh, there, you know, there's there's expenses in terms of design work. There's hosting. There is, you know, you, uh, everything costs money. Nothing is free. So when you have a free site, it you have to start to get creative on how you're going to subsidize it because you know, as you've mentioned before, a lot of people want things for free. And I like giving a lot of it away for free, but I have to I have to charge for some of it because I want to you know I want to keep this thing keep this thing going. Yeah, which is very important for all of us. Right. Uh, and I, the same mantra here at Drum Channel also, although we, we have a very minimal subscription fee in order for people to join. Mm -hmm. um, the subject comes up with a lot of young students. Uh, how do I make a career out of my career in terms of? being able to make an income out of it? How do I make a living out of it? As right. a player, as doing what you're doing, that's why I asked mm -hmm. that question. So there's, uh, there's, you have to think beyond just doing it to seeing if you're doing it, how can you sustain it? Short right. of a hobby and being you know, a labor of love, which it is, I think, for both of us mm -hmm. too, but, uh, but we want it to sustain itself also. Right, and I think that, you know, touching on a little bit about what, because I get a lot of people say the same thing is, I want to, I want to make a career out of music, out of playing and, and doing all these different things. And it's not, you know, you and I had a conversation yesterday about how session guys were, you know, driving Rolls Royces and, and had yachts and all that stuff. But that's not that's not the lay of the land anymore. So now more than ever, I think that you have to have multiple irons in the fire. You have that's and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is why I think that people are doing more drum camps. They're putting out DVDs, they're putting out books and and all these other things, because 
they want to make a career out of this as well, but you have to have certain, you have to have more than one revenue stream in this day and age, because if you don't, I don't think that you're going to make it. Luckily for me, I love business and I love playing. I, you know, I, I think Russ, uh, Russ Miller told me a while ago, he said, you know, a lot of people get the art right, but they don't get the commerce right. Or they get the commerce right, but they don't get the artwork. So for me, it's always been a matter of trying to blend art and commerce because one, I want to be able to do this as a career and not have to get a quote unquote day gig. And two, I love both of them. I love business as much as I love music. So I've just always tried to marry the two. And take this on beyond just the player's perspective. Look at bands. I mean, mm -hmm. they have to go out and tour. They're, right. they're not making money selling records anymore. Right. It's all about uh, what we're doing. I think the interaction with the community, mm -hmm. they do it in a large arena where people come to see them and right. pay crazy amounts of money for tickets. Mm -hmm. uh, which, by the way, you pay more for a ticket than you do for a whole year on Drum Channel. Hey, yeah, I'm getting, hey, we're getting here. This is like, I just thought about that. We're doing a little bit we're of like inner, inside uh, marketing right, here. Right, right. This is, we'll just compare all the things that are more expensive yeah. than drum. Well, I, I, um, I really applaud you for what you're doing with your site. Yeah, so Thank you. I, I do have a little bit of an inkling as to how much work goes into it. Mm -hmm. I think when people come on and they see you doing the interviews, it seems like, oh, you're just, you know, Sitting down for an hour and having and fun, and chatting they with they these don't, guys. Right. They don't realize what goes into actually getting it there and getting it up, and the expenses and the work that goes behind it. Right. Uh, and ways that you can grow and expand that. And in that lines, what do you think? What are you thinking of as the future? What would you like to see happen? I would. I would love to have a studio like this that that you guys have at Drum Channel. Uh, well, we're right here. We're not that far away. We're right. only on the other coast, I guess. Right. But. <laughs> Hey, there's planes, so I can fly out. Yeah. Um, but I would love to start creating more video content. Um, more. I, I don't necessarily want to go down the lesson path and, and say, because I, I've, I've always, and you and I had this conversation before, that other people do that really, really well, including Drum Channel. Um, and I don't, I don't think that that's my strong point of... I don't think that I could put out lessons every single week and have them be the high level that they should be. And I would rather concentrate on other things, all of the ancillary things other than lessons. Um, but I would also like to have some lesson content in there of just some ideas and things like that that I have. Um, but more video content, um, obviously more interviews. I want to create some sort of, whether it be a monthly, annual subscription um, for a small price where, where people can come in and join. Um, but that's the future of where I see it going. And then also maybe looking into a, a bit of, of traveling with some of these seminars and clinics and things like that, not necessarily myself, but maybe myself and, and other people that are involved in the site to go around and teach, get, teach seminars on, on getting gigs and touring and, and all of those other things rather than just going to you know, Chicago and, and playing all these blazing drum, all these practical, the real, real life. Right. This is what it takes in order to, to get there. Right. So that's the, that's the goal and the direction of it. And also, so, you know, taking a page out of Michael Carvin's book that I, w I want people to be able to use the principles and the philosophies that are taught inside of drummer's resource to, that you can apply those to anything that you want. So in terms of the goal setting and achieving and you know just for example and this is by no means to to toot my own horn but two years ago I was here I went I stopped at DW and I basically had to like convince these people to let me in 
to, you know, to go to the showroom. And now two years later, I'm sitting here with you and, and, and sitting at Drum Channel and was just over at DW earlier and everything. And the only reason that any of that would ever happen is because of hard work, dedication, persistence, and all of that stuff. So whether you want to start, you know, a construction business or you want to do this in the music business, you know, the, the persistence and the goal setting and the, and, and the daily things that need to happen for you to get from point A to point B is the stuff that I'm really interested in. Well, I thank you on behalf of my little world of the drumming community for doing it, because I, I encourage everybody that's on Drum Channel and watching us to definitely check out your site and thank you. uh, and and all the interviews, which are which are great, just like you said. And I think it's important you can learn as much from an interview as you can from a drum lesson, actually. So in a way, you really are teaching, right? Because uh, it's those those words of wisdom and inspiration that can off, often turn somebody's career. Sure. I, certainly can think of a long list of the best drummers in the world who have sat here and said how their teacher influenced them. Right. Uh, to the point where they may not have even pursued their career. I mean, looking at somebody that's in bands that fill arenas and thinking, well, if that teacher didn't say that, he's saying he might not have even thought he would be able to become a drummer. Right, and, right. And who knows how many of those drummers are out there right now who, you know, who maybe need that little push or motivation. Mm -hmm. And um, also on the flip side, if there's people out there that are telling that you can't do it, that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't either. No. You know? No. no. I, I, I mean, it's a couple of people have actually said that too. We, mm -hmm. don't, we, don't, you know, we don't think you're going to be able to do this. And they went on. And, uh, you know, aside from, you know, a lot of times being at the right place at the right time to get a gig, um, I think you're prepared, and that's what makes it uh, pivotal, mm -hmm. a pivotal moment for you. Sure. Um, you're at the right place at the right time, and you're prepared, and then, you know, that's when your career kind of goes on. Sure. And your fortitude to continue on with where you're at uh, and the length of time that you've been doing it is, uh, is you know, an inspirational story of success unto itself, which oh, is what we want to do is inspire you people that's, out that's there. That's what to, we want to do, To, to exactly. do what you're doing, right. And at the end of the day, play drums and... Have fun, yeah. which is that's and that's and that's you're the a drummer. Line. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, I, I think if I were to fill out an application even myself today, I would say drummer, though I haven't made a living at that for many, many years. But that's right. you know, uh, once you label yourself as that and you feel like that's what you are, that's that's what you do. Mm -hmm. uh, and speaking of being a drummer, um, something else that is happening with Nick while he's out here is he's doing some lessons. I am. Uh, and where are you going to be able to see those? So you can go to drumchannel.com and my lessons will be on there. I think we're going to do 11 different 11 different uh, lessons and then we're the, also the live lesson, but I'm get, this, this will probably air after the live lesson. Um, so we're doing 11 lessons that you'll be able to watch at drumchannel.com and then also the live lesson, which is free. We'll repost the live lesson also for sure. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So you'll be able to catch the live lesson as well. So that's, that'll be awesome. Looking forward to it. Okay. Well, uh, the party's over. You're going to have to go work now. Let's, <laughs> now let's get, let's get, get work. working with the lessons. Yeah. <laughs> Good deal. Thank you so much for joining Don, us. Don, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Drummer's Resource. Uh, check it out and we'll see you next time. So there you have it, the interview with yours truly and the man himself, Don Lombardi. And I just have to say that I'm so honored and, and feel so privileged to have been able to go out to Drum Channel to be interviewed by Don Lombardi and to be a part of that that great culture that's going on out there and to be recognized by them because this, you know, this podcast and this website has not been around for that long. So to be considered 
to even go out there and and for them to spend so much time with me and to be so hospitable is just it's truly amazing and it just reminds me of you know where I was a few years ago and how frustrated I was with this site and wondering if it would ever ever come to fruition and because it, it was a hard journey it really was and it just goes to prove that some hard work and some dedication you can really do anything you want so if you got something out there that you really want to do like I said before, just go do it and put your put your heart and soul into it and work hard and uh, and you'll get there. And I'm by no means where I want to get, but uh, but I'm on my way and hopefully you are too. Moving on, if you could do me a solid and vote for Drummer's Resource for the 2015 Drummies, head over to drummagazine.com forward slash drummies, D-R-U-M-M-I-E-S. Vote for the Drummer's Resource for Best General Interest Drumming Website. I would really, really appreciate it. And you have until tomorrow, July 3rd, to vote. To The uh, the, the polls close tomorrow on July 3rd. So if you could do that, I would really, really appreciate it. Check me out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Drummer's Resource, on Instagram at Drummer's Resource, and on Twitter at Drummer's R Source. And until the next podcast, Keep drumming. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope that you guys have a great July 4th weekend for those of you who are celebrating. And be safe out there, and don't do anything I wouldn't do. And I'll be talking to you soon. Peace. (laughs) 